today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oakfield, the president and CEO of uh, FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man, our host, uh, our co-host, I guess it is, uh, for this next segment. Hope you're doing well, Adam. How are things going? Very well, Bill, and keeping healthy. You know, I wash my hands, wear my mask. I, I, I keep up with all the things going on in tech. That's the best thing about tech. I don't have to go outside. That's, that's what's great about it. Uh, before we get into that, uh, uh, let's do a little vacuum man business here because uh, uh, you told us about this about what we know we need to be paying attention to when it comes to our systems in the summertime. Uh, but uh, I know it's been mild the last couple of days, but it is going to get chilly pretty quickly now, and uh, we should be paying attention to the ducks then too, shouldn't we? Absolutely, including the dryer vents. One of the things I wanted to bring up is that if you oh, yeah. have a dryer vent and you want to make sure that you get it clean before winter hits us, here's the thing. Uh, dryer vents do warm up. That's not a doubt. But when it gets below zero, a lot of the lint that you've got for your dryer vent gets caught in the pipe, in the exhaust pipe that uh, exits uh, your house or your property. Uh, and what happens is it freezes. Um, and if you think about it, it I mean, it, it, it becomes nothing like a brick inside your uh, your exhaust pipe there where your dryer link gets uh, exhausted out. So it's important that you do consider getting it cleaned. Uh, and you want to do that before it gets too cold uh, because what happens is you're just going to be burning a ton of energy. And I'm sure you've heard on 900 CHML in the past, uh, energy prices are going up. So if you can get it done before it drops below zero, highly recommend uh, trying to get your dryer vents cleaned i had a, a pretty short one a couple of years ago i gotta tell you a quick story because i mean you because you were talking about this and uh i did it myself i got up on a ladder and you would be surprised at the amount of junk that's in that vent and, and some of them are a lot longer than others of course and you can't access them but i felt like i was pulling out wads and wads of insulation i mean the stuff builds up over time doesn't it Absolutely. I mean, you know what, especially if you're doing a lot of laundry or if you're washing towels or you're doing any kind of sheet, bed sheets, uh, you know, anything but like hair or, you know, if you have pets, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you lay it down on a towel and you want to wash it or you wash your dog or cat mat, this stuff gets, you know, it, it dries and the lint and the debris, it does get caught. Uh, and they're little tiny particles, but over time, you probably want to clean your dryer vent and make a regular practice of it for obviously energy saving reasons but also for fire reasons, Bill. A lot yeah. of things is you're sending a lot of heat. Your dryer is heating up, depending if it's electric or gas, uh, it's going to heat up. And there is, in fact, it's still stated, the number one house fire is due to uh, dryer fires. And it's the lint. It gets warm, gets caught. Uh, all it takes is a small spark when it gets heated, and you could have a, a catastrophe. So it's just wise to make sure you clean it regularly anyways, once a year. Uh, if you do a lot of laundry, you probably want to do it every six months. Well, call Vacuum Man and they can give you all the details on that. Now, I want to get into something else. Because of, of the pandemic and, and you know everybody's working from home, most people a lot anyway, uh, a lot of people are using Zoom for business meetings, sometimes for social gatherings, but they're doing it. Uh, this is what blew me away. Your body language can actually give you away. There, there, there's always going to be somebody who's got a scam on something like this. But uh, ex explain, no, explain what these people are doing. They're watching you and watching everything you do. And this is going to sound weird. People are going to say, come on, it's not happening. But from watching your body language, they can actually determine your password. That's right. It's hard to believe, but the, the, the patterns of your shoulders and your arms uh, actually move in a very similar way depending on what keys you press. 
So it's called Zoom snooping. Now, before it was called Zoom bombing, and that's where they hacked your video message. Now what they do is they can watch your body language as you're typing. Um, and if you're uh, typing quickly or you're online and you're talking with your co- co-workers or your family and you're like, oh, just a minute, let me just sign in uh, or let me sign into my account, whatever, or my email, my Facebook, by the actions of your shoulders. It is actually calculated. There is an algorithm, and University of Texas was able to do a technical brief of how um, hackers are capable to watch and see what your password is. And it doesn't just necessarily mean Zoom, uh, Zoom just because it makes a funny Zoom snooping, but Microsoft, Skype, Google Hangouts, any kind of video uh, that you're on. And by the way, it's 75% accurate, Bill. So the actions and the, and the keys we type uh, are very, very accurate. So here's, here's the 25% discrepancy. So if you have long hair uh, or long sleeve shirts, um, it can sort of disrupt the algorithm to see it. Uh, or if you're, uh, it's called hunt and peck. Uh, if you're like one of those, you take your two fingers yeah. and you look for the key and, you know, I call them hunt and peck. Uh, if you're one of those people, you got nothing to worry about because the algorithm says you're too slow and we have no idea because you don't have a clue what key you're pressing. So uh, you got a 25% area. And if you're a hunt and peck, you got nothing to worry about. Uh, I can understand the long hair because if you've got long hair that goes on over your shoulders, they can't see what your, your, their shoulders moving. So that that That's it. it's, it's it's like you know putting a, a, a towel over top of the TV screen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's exactly it. Same with long sleeves. It's muscle movement. They can actually tell yeah. uh, through your biceps, uh, you know, what key you're reaching or going to type with. It's actually it's scary, but quite amazing when you think about it. Well, just you know, a word of the wise. I mean, it's bizarre, but uh, it's true. And like I say, this is this is a legitimate university study that's been done at the University of Texas, so they know what of they speak. Uh, let's talk about apps. Uh, I, I love you always include uh, when we do tech talk apps about uh, about medical uh, ideas and some. And well, there's a new app right now. We may not need to go to a doctor in the near future, Bill. I mean, really, yeah, medical care is taking a whole new step. And one of them particularly is we're going to be talking about the fact that we can now detect, and COVID, I want to bring this to light, and you and I spoke about it before, COVID-19 has really, really highlighted medical care in a whole new level. So what I'm referring to is we go to the doctor and we like to ask questions. Doctor, something's wrong with me. Or doctor, uh, I feel like I have this ailment. Um, Our smart devices, and I'm referring to our smartwatches and our smartphones, they are getting so smart that they can determine uh, elements such as your facial expression, how much exercise you take, how well you sleep, even by your texting, how you text. If you're getting uh, uh, sloppy with your spelling or uh, correcting of your your spelling or otherwise, it can actually uh, be capable, without going to a doctor, uh, be able to diagnose and determine whether you have depression, Alzheimer's, autism, um, whether you are uh, coming up with a cold. uh, And we've seen that based on our voice. Are, uh, where we are, are, are all of these elements, our phones are taking all of this data, Bill, and you may not have to call the doctor anymore. You can literally just have your phone say, you are, you are showing symptoms of X, Y, and Z, whether it's depression, Alzheimer's, even COVID, um, you might be able to not even need to go to the doctor and you could have a diagnosis. 
but we call so caution every time we do this that, yeah, if you do get the diagnosis, follow it up with a medical professional. And don't just say, hey, my, my phone says that I'm sick and, you know, you have to, but it's a good indicator anyway uh, so that you, you know, you can save a little bit of time and at least uh, speak intelligently about what's actually going on in your body. Speaking of, uh, we're heading into flu season. I think you and I talked last week about getting flu shots. Uh, I don't like needles. I, now, I get them because I know, you know, it's, it's, it's inoculating me against, well, flu and, and a number of other things. Uh, a lot of people don't like needles, but uh, somebody's doing something about that. Oh, well, this reminds me of Star Trek. If you ever remember watching Star Trek TV shows and the doctor would literally walk in and they give a shot, nobody really flinched. It was like almost like natural. They almost like, wait a minute, nobody feels that injection of whatever it is they're getting. Well, this is called, uh, it's a micro needle. It's extreme. It's, it's painless. And think of it as mi- like literally micro needles, not these big long needles that have fluid or they're going to extract blood from your skin. Um, nerve endings in our skin range between 52 to uh, 2,000 uh, uh, microns, which is about the thickness of a sheet of paper. And so this new micro needle, it's a syringe. And what it can do is multiple things. One, it can insert drugs at very little or no pain, zero pain for that matter. Uh, so our medication can be efficiently... Uh, uh, and that includes insulin, Bill, where a lot of uh, patients maybe would be uh, requiring needles on a regular basis. Um, number two, though, uh, it also allows to put therapeutic creams or gels uh, that are necessary that you may feel you only need to put it on the surface, but this actually could insert it into the skin, um, kind of like Botox, but I don't want to use that as a medical issue. But um, And this also includes if you needed to draw blood. So you could get a kit, put it on your system, and it would naturally draw blood and it's a very simple process and you could easily send it off to a lab for testing so think of it as a, a whole new level of where we need to go get blood or where we need to get needles for whatever reason a flu shot could be delivered to your house in a package you could put it on your arm you wouldn't feel anything and you'd be able to submit it without any pain whatsoever there you go excellent stuff uh you love getting into autonomous vehicles and you know tesla and, and everybody's developing these things right now and the science is, is developing on this pretty quickly why not extend it to farm anim- or farm equipment and, and agriculture and it looks like they're doing that this is amazing for canada bill and i know i you know we don't give canada enough credit for what we're developing or what we're inventing or or otherwise in saskatchewan regina 21,000 square foot facility by raven industries is opening and what's unique about this industry is that they're going to be creating farm equipment yes but it's autonomous this is really intense though like we're not talking like oh it's a self-driving tractor and uh now i won't you know have to drive behind it slowly hoping to pass it this is actually equipment that We'll go into the field and generate a path for how to seed, how to pick, how to roll, how to cut. Uh, a farmer could literally operate from a central control system in the barn. And I don't know what that means. Barns don't smell like you know manure anymore, but it's going to have probably multiple screens. And a farmer can control exactly, almost like a pilot would, uh, a flight path over the the field and it could it could you know crop or plant accordingly one farmer will now be able with this autonomous equipment built in canada i want to add uh could be able to manage a farm acre of over 500 acres with its own autonomous uh equipment that's incredible and, and yeah the barns probably will still small i guess they still need fertilizer <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not going to completely remove all elements. I'm just telling you it's going to make it a little exactly. easier from the laborist side. 
It, exactly. You can just sit there with your laptop and stay inside and close the windows next time. Uh, pregnancy tests and pregnancy concerns uh, during pregnancy. Now, though, apparently Garmin's got an idea for that. Garmin is the leader in this, and I can tell you, it was actually one of those elements that I know a lot of complaints about smartware, and that's Apple included. Uh, and, and if you notice, I didn't say it was Samsung, Bill, so Apple and Samsung are, are in, the, in the dark here, so this is, both of us are going to be not involved, but Garmin stepped up, and one of the features they've got now is to track pregnancy-related symptoms, uh, such as fatigue, monitoring their progress towards their due date, it also lets them pause for updates for, for training or exercising, and it gives proper metrics that can help someone in a pregnancy to properly uh, take better care of themselves, or know when they're overdoing it so it was one of the biggest things that i know uh was missing from smart devices from apple and samsung garmin stepped up if you're uh, looking for a smart device that actually does pregnancy training um there is a device out there and i wouldn't be surprised if apple and samsung are closely behind them excellent stuff uh, what's going on with google and google photos well for years Google has always said in an Android device, and Apple for that matter, that you could, uh, unlimited photo option, upload any photo you want. And we all took that for, that's amazing. We'll take millions of photos, take photos of trees, photos of plants, photos of, of, of dirt. Who knows what it is? Uh, but at the end of the day, all good things come to an end. And if you're using Google Photos to back up your photos, be warned, you are going to lose that unlimited feature unless you're using a Google Pixel phone. Google Pixel is still going to allow for unlimited photos, but any other device is going to be limited to 15 gigabytes on a free Google account. Now, to give someone a perspective, Bill, 15 gigabytes will give you approximately three years of photos. Of course... Uh, don't use uh, any other documents like uh, uh, Word documents or Excel documents or otherwise. But just to give you an idea, you'll have up to three years, and then eventually you're going to have to pay if you want space. What else is there? You always have to pay at some point in your life. Uh, I've got to squeeze a couple more in here. I know we're tight on time. Apple's got some news about the MacBook. Yeah, this one's probably going to be my last topic because this one's got some big news. This past week, Apple made some announcements. We got a new operating system that got launched. Uh, it's funny. It's, it actually got released yesterday, Bill. It's called Ben Sur. Uh, uh, you know, D Big Sur, sorry, not Ben Sur, Big Sur. Uh, keep in mind, I want to warn everyone, uh, if you have an Apple uh, desktop, uh, as exciting as this new operating system is, I suggest you hang on. Just just a little bit. And following that, Apple has also released the M1 chip. Um, it's a microchip. And why that's so relevant is that Intel chips were normally used in all of the desktops and, uh, and uh, laptops of Apple. So the M1 chip is similar to what's being used in the iPad and the iPhone. Um, and again, uh, if anyone cares to know, it was actually Apple that bought it from Intel for $1 billion about eight years ago. Well, the chip has finally evolved, and what's interesting about this, Bill, is the chip will give laptops unbelievable time in regards to having longevity of operation. It's 
fast, and I mean lightning fast. Yes, so fast, Bill. Adam might want to get an Apple. Um, and further, <laughs> it's going to revolutionize how we use desktop computers. So I'm going to uh, summarize it. Big Sur has been launched for your desktop. I highly recommend, unless you are an expert and ready to accept bugs, don't upgrade just yet. And number two, your, la your laptop, your desktop is going to be really, really super fast. and It's going to revolutionize how Apple computers will work. It's a very good thing for Apple computers if you're a user and how quick they're going to be. And following that one last thing, Bill, Apple computers could come down by 20% because they no longer have to pay the licensing fee to Intel. We're just about out of time, but I got to get this one in here because we do a little, well, we should actually do a feature called Who's in Court This Week. Uh, this week it's Amazon. <laughs> Amazon, I'm surprised this isn't getting a little more attention than it is. European Union has formally charged Amazon for antitrust violations. And this past week, these charges were brought up based on the fact that Amazon is gathering data of third-party companies. And this is a big issue with Amazon. They've been collecting data about users when they purchase or otherwise. And this is everywhere. This isn't just in Europe. So it's a kickoff to what we can, I think we can expect to see happening in the United States. Uh, but third-party companies are using this data, and it's not being properly uh, controlled. So with that said, Amazon's got an antitrust actual charge on their back, and I'm willing to bet that this is going to be the first of many that are going to be coming down. Because everyone's shopping online, everyone's migrating to this, uh, there's going to be a lot more scrutiny over these companies when, they're, uh, when you're putting your personal data into an Amazon or other online shopping uh, operation that it's got to be controlled. So Amazon's getting their hand slapped, and it won't be the last. Exactly. Well, be fair warned about that one. Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135 with Adam Oldfield, and it's brought to you by Vacuuman. Adam, have a great week. We'll see you next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.